Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. Welcome, 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 friends. I know that the episode is dropping later than usual, and y'all are hyped for part two. The panel is going to happen on Monday and not Saturday. It's a pandemic. Schedules be crazy. Y'all know how it is. Sometimes there are delays. It is. Listen, in 2020, you can blame everything on the Rona. This really don't have nothing to do with the Rona, but it's fair game. So, yeah. We are going to be doing the panel on Monday night, so you'll get the episode Monday night. But we did want to stop by and say hello to our people. This is our normal meetup day, so we couldn't leave y'all hanging. Absolutely not. And we appreciate, listen, none of us knew last week was going to be three hours. Like, I learned a lot from that. I learned 10 questions is too many. (laughs) Maybe do five questions and, like, time each side. But that being said, our goal happened. We wanted you guys to get into the policy and legislation and not be distracted by the noise that's on the top. And in the comments, y'all were faithful. Shout out to Shoshana, shout out to Angel, shout out to Jordan. There are so many, oh, shout out to Ashley. There are so many of you guys in the comments for the whole three hours. Shout out to my husband who even showed up in the comments. You know, even talking about gun control. That's something that will always have him in the comments so we appreciate it i'm really looking forward to the liberal side and i say these words loosely because a lot of people find themselves somewhere in the middle but Mm -hmm. when you have members of blexit they will tell you themselves y'all were there for the three hours that was more the conservative side or just openly trump supporters nothing we can say will get them not (laughs) to get them to vote the other way and that's fine they're going to stand 10 toes on theirs so now we're going to listen to the other side of that. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Something else that's exciting, you guys already know that you can find us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Plus Alexa, Google Podcasts, or the Podbeam app. But Sharika, tell them what has happened recently. Y'all, we out here on the Spotify. We're on Spotify now. So that's just another option for you guys to listen. And I love to listen to podcasts on my car rides when I'm at home yes. up. Just, and for yeah. you Apple, non-Apple people and Spotify is more your jazz, you can definitely go to the Spotify, tell a friend, tell a few friends, tell your mama them, all the peoples, okay? Let them know we out here. And speaking of letting them know, I know y'all are like, where is EB? And me and Sharika do talk a lot. So we do talk a lot. EB does have his comments. You guys know EB stays on the road. He stays gone, and this is no different. Pandemic mm. can't stop him. He be safe with his, but he, he is. is in Atlanta. What did he say? He's doing the axe throwing today. We need to ask. I him. don't know. This man told me hiking, and I said, "Hi, fool, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sabrina, about that hiking life. Me and Eb, not so much. But my friend is out there with his people, and he is being a good husband and friend, and he going to hit them trails with his loved ones. So shout out to our friend EB. Be safe out there, my dude. Do not let these bears or whatever is out there be safe out there. The beauty of nature is out there, Sharika, and we are gonna have, <laughs> we need to have an episode where we're all hiking and having Oh, Lord, y'all going to have to send that paramedics. But, you know, we're not going to leave you guys high and dry. We have somebody else from the A-Town today stepping in being our voice representing for the men across the globe patrick what's good what's good i'm actually from florida now you know oh. <laughs> he said he left georgia he ain't from there no more. i love home i'm always like repping atlanta everywhere i go but like when i thought about it i'm like oh six years i was like no you're floridian at this point i oh, i've okay. been I still don't feel apart, though. I, I ain't going to lie. I'm always Georgia bread. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. You know I'm going to give my two cents and then some more. Maybe give you a little and some change. <laughs> <laughs> and we're happy to take it. Patrick, I think we've lived in Florida about the same amount of time. I hit my six-year mark September 17th. Yeah. I, well, I think for me, I came down like, actually, I came a little early because I fled Atlanta. And <laughs> I fled Atlanta and a scandal and a scandal. We won't get into that. Another day we might have to. <laughs> and I came to Florida and I was like uh, staying with people <laughs> for a couple of months before I it actually. Be like that sometimes. 
<laughs> right? I stayed with people for a couple of months until I worked at camp and then I actually moved. So it's been a minute. I'm here. We're here, but I can never claim Florida as home because the non-seasons of it, like fall, this is the time when we show out, Patrick, with the scars, the boots, the boots. All of that. I have a lot of jeans and the boots with the fur. That was me. Okay. Okay. Listen, I've been in Florida for over 10 years now, and I still be buying boots almost every other year or so. Listen. Listen. And I go home for like two weeks at most in the in, in the winter time. You have to because y'all know we get like the two weeks of winter between January and February, and I sure enough will bring out the heaviest coat like I live in Alaska. I feel, I feel like you guys get more coolness up north than we do down here. I feel I, I don't know why. I feel like our ours be like a couple of hours in a day, and I have to throw a, a sweater and a scarf around me real quick and bundle up, and you know by uh, lunchtime I got to take it off. <laughs> that is Florida for you. It'd be doing that. And then the and the spontaneous rain showers, and then it's rain, then it's not. It's, Florida just don't know what it want to do mm-hmm. in all ways. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of people who don't know what they want to do, and Florida residents, our president. Wow. <laughs> I, well, your dear man. Oh, well, you know, we're Americans. He's our president. Yeah. First of all, I wanted to watch the debate, but I was having a crazy day. I got my I husband. Did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, so maybe Patrick can chime in on that. So I didn't get to watch it, but just hearing the buzz afterwards, I was like, maybe it wasn't worth it. Because I heard both of them were just not even being as civil as we were in our forum last Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I'm really interested more so in the fact that Miss Rona finally caught up with him. This is truly a prayer of my heart. Now, I don't wish death on anybody, especially not a parent, but I wanted him to catch a, a decent cold. I, want, I wanted to hear, I wanted him to feel in his lungs what we've been feeling, the anxiety I got when I found out he won the election and I was under my desk crying. That's what I want him to feel. So I want him to get, I don't, I'm not going to ever wish death on anybody because you know, I I'm not going to wish that, but do I wish he did that serious case? Yeah. And then the Lord said, you know what? Not only that, Melania, be best because you can get some of it. That's it. Listen. He said, you know what? I'm not going to stop there because Kellyanne Conway, Senator Thomas Tillis, Senator Mike Lee, University of Notre Dame President John Jenkins. All y'all can catch this, Rona. You know, told me how, how why do we have to say wear the mask? So there's this event last Saturday in the Rose Garden, and I'm looking at the photo, and honestly, I feel bad for Senator Thomas Tillis because he had a mask on. But this is another example of this is a group project. They sell one rotten apple spoils the whole bunch. So yeah. you I hang out with dogs and catch fleas. I think it's the company you keep because no matter if I'm in a bunch, I ain't catching nothing y'all got if I can protect myself. Listen, I'll be around, but I won't be a part. Shout out to Biden who said he was him, he gonna be playing for the president. And shout out to Obama and them who said they're gonna be paying, praying for the president. But Sharika, are we really shouting them out? Because you know, not all prayers are the prayers that you want. Um yeah. Sometimes yeah. people say they're going to pray for me, and I'm like, or not. You can maybe not. Because <laughs> we don't know what, what is Biden praying exactly. What is Obama praying exactly? So I, just, I second whatever they praying. I'm seconding it. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say that I don't think that they caught the Rona. I think that the Rona caught them. I feel like they were secretly doing a Rona challenge. Y'all thought y- y'all's status in life or y'all's money or the fact that y'all have access to tests so frequently and so like that, none of that matters. When something's airborne and it's of a virus sort, no matter what your status or how many times you can get access to something, you still can catch it because at the end of the day, you're human. Well, that's actually how they deceive their followers. Mm. It's just the whole talk and the boastfulness of, oh, yeah, you know, it's a hoax and, you know, we're doing good. You know, I'm fine. And it's just like, for now, that okay. everything has a time limit. Just like when Dr. Fauci was saying that, okay, you don't need to wear a mask. At the time, the science was telling them something different to when science said, you need to wear a mask. Okay, you need to wear a mask. It's literally that simple. Not the fact that we're hearing two different messages. Mm-hmm. It's the starting point. There's a middle, and we're far from the end. 
And it's just like you you have to understand that things are a process. Yeah, and not far from the end. We are. And it's and when you know more you do better when you know more you do better. So it's like at you we knew one thing at one point and now that we know more, we're supposed to do better than we did before when we didn't have that knowledge. Supposed and to that moved the whole country to the same standard of what it was in the beginning. That makes no sense. And that kind of leader is far from a leader. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And y'all know Kelly and Conway, she's the one who came up with the term alternative facts for her lies. And her daughter is always putting their business out. You know she's Listen. not from our background because my mom let me know early on what happens in this house stays. Okay. But her daughter said, my mom has COVID. She also lied to me today and said her test was negative when it literally wasn't. And I spent all the day around her. We'll be spending my birthday in quarantine. So her daughter is always on TikTok out of their business she was like i'm about to get emancipated from them my parents are acting like they're together but they're really trying to get a divorce and she put her mama's business all the way my cousin said once that she wanted to get emancipated and i was young. that's when i was young and you know you know when you're from the hood you you're a little ignorant about things you like emancipated i don't think i know about that was lincoln in the country <laughs> you don't girl you ain't gonna i think that was the last time she said that word because I'm, she got the, uh, a nice discipline. We'll say that. <laughs> that nice discipline had me thinking I wanted to run away a couple of times, but then I, I always came back to, but what am I going to eat? And then exactly. I was like, I'm good. I'll stay right here. When I used to get whoopings, they just made me so mad. But I deserve every single one I got. I'll just say that, put that out there. Shout out to you, mom. Thank you for the discipline. <laughs> My mom would make us sit out on the steps and with our bags, because we'd say we want to go stay with our dad and not want to stay with her no more. And she said, we'll see if he come and get you. And we oh. would sit out there. <laughs> and nothing. But we got hungry and you know we came back very humble. You that's parents don't do that nowadays. That's why these kids popping off and on the internet talk about my mom lied. No, baby, what mama said was what she said, and it was what I said. It, there was no truth and no false to it. You hear me? Listen, <laughs> it was just my word, okay? Parenting is not you, easy. You knew it was just her word. There was no right or wrong involved. <laughs> and so uh, they, these kids don't have that sense of that no more. You, they, your parents wouldn't sit you outside. You'll be calling some of everybody to come get your money. <laughs> these parents, listen, I'm not faulting. Look, parenting ain't easy. I ain't got no kids, but these kids out here I have been seeing are wild. These, they got to figure out something. So listen, your mom said, oh, you want to go somewhere else with someone else? We'll have them come pick you up. And as you can see, you were still out there with your bags hungry. And you say, you know what? Uh, I'll go where I know where there is food back in this house. <laughs> right back. So I don't know. The way I feel about it, I just hope that if nothing, and even when I early on just really had a desire in my heart for him to catch it, I'm not going to, you know, lie and say I actually prayed for him to get it. I never did. But I had the desire that I wanted him to. And it wasn't because I wanted him to be hurt or to have, you know, death upon his house. It was because I wanted him to take it seriously. And for some people, it's just like little kids in the fire. Sometimes they're just never going to learn until they get burned. So I was like... I don't even think that's the case for him, Brina, because we can clearly see that his video with the author, when Trump admitted that the virus was serious. Uh, when he, and he knew it, when he knew about it. And he knew about it. He, mm-hmm. he had full knowledge, you know, that Rona was deadly, period. Mm-hmm. But he chose to downplay it in his own words. And yeah. so he downplayed it because he's so arrogant and so full of himself that he thought his resources would prevent him from getting it. He's relying mm-hmm. on everybody else around him to keep him safe and protected when they're not a mask. But and I think he should already know. Because he didn't want to create panic. I don't agree with yeah. it, but that no. was his excuse. And I don't think, I think there's a way you can t- say a truth and it not create panic, but I think he just doesn't know how to tell the truth. That's the thing. That's I was going to say, true. there's a way That's to speak. True. Like when your parents, like going back to the parenting thing, you have to tell your kids, like, don't touch this. This is hot. You will get burned. You know, you will let them know. Now, whatever it is, now you don't want your kids to be afraid to come in the kitchen, but know when you do come in here, you got to be careful and you can't be just touching things or doing whatever. And while you are the leader of the 
country, you need to prepare your people to be as safe and prepared and as cautious as possible. And there's, a, like you said, a way to do that without creating pandemonium and a hysteria. But he don't mind doing that when it's on the things that he likes when, when it comes to, you know, the rioting and stuff. Oh, kill him, shoot him, or whatever he was telling them. Not maybe he didn't say kill him, but you know he was telling them be hard on them. He, he, but he said, you know, like he was telling them to be aggressive with the people. Right. He didn't mind creating a, some issues there. He wasn't trying to say, okay, let's keep the peace, let's keep the order. No, he was basically telling the cause to go out there with force. So right. he don't mind creating that kind of energy when it's on the things that he don't care about you're right he said he lied because he didn't want to create panic that he has not minded doing that in other cases in the beginning when it, it came out that he and melania had corona i honestly didn't believe it i felt like it was a ploy because the debate went so terribly and now he has an excuse it's like cough cough i'm sick i can't do the next thing <laughs> now that other people have like pretty much there's an outbreak in the white house because three white house reporters were reported positive like pretty much those people showing up there you know so i'm like well maybe they do got it <laughs> listen i will I, I i i thought about that for a split second and i'm like listen he is good at a publicity stunt and a because like he did a whole naturalization doing the daggone come on doing the daggone rnc a naturalization ceremony like he pulled stunts after stunts after stunts mm -hmm. now let's not think that this is beneath him okay but like you said when other people are coming out and it's you you know you take a you take, make a you know a rational decision to observe the facts for what they are. I saw a picture of Biden with his mask on. <laughs> Biden <laughs> said, "Not today." He's he been faithful with the mask. I will say I want to throw it back to something that happened last week when we had the live. And Sabrina, you called out they were good on both sides, and then and our friends at Blexic wanted to talk about how he denounced white supremacy, but oh, from this right, and then but this week at the debate, it came up again about him denouncing white supremacy, and this man said he could not do it. I mean, he didn't say that, but Wait, he well, couldn't do it. Said though, because I don't want to misrepresent what he said because that is a very serious topic oh that and, is oh. but i did see something about and patrick you can speak to this because you watched the debate but i did see something about the proud boys and i was like yes. first of all it took president trump of all the presidents to declare the kkk as a terrorist organization i will say <laughs> prop to you trump but I don't um, know, but see, I don't give him props for that because we already it. knew, we already knew they were. But this, we want to think that it, it takes, I, we, I don't mind giving him credit where credit is due. Thank you. It should have been happened. But did you do that because you were just starting a new one with the Proud Boys? Who are but, they? Oh, but this is what I'm saying, Sabrina. Like, everyone knew who the KKK was, that they was, uh, I, I feel like, that's like what he always does. He always takes what everybody already knew and try to make it seem like, oh, well, now I'm saying it, so it's now a thing. We already knew it was a thing. We already we knew did, it was but, but it should have been declared that back in the 50s. You know, it should have been happening. Well, not back then, because, because then, it, you know, we because knew Because the, the people declaring was. it probably would have had to be like, and I'm a terrorist. Too many people. Okay. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> I don't have the run of y'all. I choked. I choked on my spit laughing. I know y'all hear me coughing on the podcast, but I promise. No, no, he did not. I watched that debate, and when they told him to denounce it, he kept saying, I can denounce it. I can. I can denounce it. And just by him saying that I can denounce it doesn't mean you will. So, and that um, you are. He did. So the he moderator, did. Chris, no. and Biden had asked him, he said, Well, go ahead, denounce them. Do it now. And he proceeded to say, well, I, give me a name. Who, 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 who do you want me to denounce? Give me a mm -hmm. name. And they proceeded to say, well, Biden said the Proud Boys. And then Trump just said, oh, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. Wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. Let me do yes. a summary of what he just said because I'm shooketh. It sounds like you said they asked the president to denounce it. Yeah. Again, even though there, we have him on record denouncing in the past, but they said it's the present, it's today, do it. And he said, I can do it. That's like me saying, I can fly to Italy, but I'm not yeah. going to be broke. 
afterward. <laughs> I can do a lot of things. So he was just saying he can. And then he said, well, name some names. And Biden said the Proud Boys, which I'm still learning about them as of today, I just heard of them. And his response to that was, stand by Proud Boys? Stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand by. See, this is why I need to be a registered gun holder because I can't. And I got a text the other day that was like, hey, you know how we've all probably been getting a lot of political texts, like, are you registered? I got a text that was like, do you want to be somebody who watches the polls, volunteer? I was like, H no, I'm not in the military (laughs) for a reason. Now, I love America. I love being American, but I'm not ready to die for the flag. And I'm definitely not dying. I'm not even fighting and getting a black eye. What is my job going to be if I volunteer to watch? Okay, if somebody comes in there shady, am I five foot one, 125 pounds, Sabrina's? What am I going to do? And for who? And, for, and volunteer? You didn't even offer to pay me? Listen, you better be lucky that I'm showing up and voting. That's what I'm going Listen, to do. hopefully the polls don't get dangerous. But girl, I got the official little text exactly. and it was like, if you would you guys ever volunteer to, and what does that even mean? Like, what are you supposed to do to make sure? You, just, you, you tell, you instruct people, okay, sign up, or look for your name here. Let no, me find it your wasn't name. that part. They, oh. It was to stand, I mean, did I delete the text already? I hope I didn't. Not to stand guard. What is going on with your post? I know, and I'm like, what, when in history, well, yes, the only time in history we've needed that is when people weren't letting black mm, people yes, black or people. women actually vote. And they were just like, hey, we actually need people to let these thugs know, let these people buy. Just like the time they had to bring in the National Guard to walk the little homegirl to school mm-hmm, because they yeah. had a black With, girl when in they were school. integrating the schools. So I'm like, no, like, uh, I'm not going to be out there fighting the Proud Boys or whomever else. Listen, I think, here's what I think. I like to, let's go um, a bit professional and then a little messy. I think that, um, (laughs) I think that it is important for people who are able and who are capable to either be, become employed to work at the post or to either volunteer your time so that processes can be better for in your community where they Mm -hmm. need to be. I definitely feel that that is necessary. But to try and like bogart people and to be like trying to do the most, I, I, I no. I heard a CNN commentator, somebody said that he is running a 1963 campaign, mm. period. He's, he's not giving you Nixon, but he's giving you the tea. He's, give, he's giving you the vibes. Very um, divisive language yeah. on, and inciting things that are not there. He's he's kind of like creating the problem and then saying there needs to be a solution to it. And he's the solution. So you guys should watch Get Me Roger Stone because it speaks right to the point of what Patrick was saying. And it's not a smear campaign. Like the crazy part is Trump and Roger Stone told you that's exactly what we're doing and that's Mm -hmm. how we're winning. So I found the text and I'll read it to you. Hi, Sabrina. My name is Samantha, and I'm a volunteer with FLIC Dream Defenders and SEIU. We're spreading the word about the need for poll monitors who can help and ensure a free, fair, and accessible election in November. Are you willing to become a poll monitor and help protect the vote in your community? You will receive a free gift and as a small token of our appreciation for your service on election day. Are you in? H no. I'm not in because of free yeah, I'm like, what's the gift though? But no, because like, obviously I feel I live in a very safe community and we're yeah. not going to have that kind of, like, I'm not pouring into the fear that all oh, a civil war is going to break out and people right. are going to be at the poll to bully me. But if that was the case, that's why we have the law that you guys keep saying matter. Well, I wouldn't mind volunteering. I would only say I really wouldn't volunteer because like work, but if I like, if it, if it didn't affect my work schedule, I wouldn't mind volunteering. No. That's just not my thing, you know. I'm not. I, I'm not doing. That. I ain't fighting nobody or nothing. And listen, yeah. I worked at Target. I worked at a hotel. If anybody wants anything that don't belong to me up in here, you or mine stuff, you can have it. I'm not. <laughs> nobody's nothing, okay? Unless right. it's a loved one's life that I'm trying to spare. Other than that, you can have all of this. I don't right. care. I'm not going down for it. So. Yeah, I would go down for an innocent, like you said, like an innocent person. Now, if you had been a customer who was popping off 
and being annoying and somebody came in with a gun, I would just be like, Lord be with us all. <laughs> but a child, I would give a life for like a child yes. or like an elderly person. Like he said, elderly, I wasn't they're already old though. They're about to go soon anyway. I know, but I just have a heart for the elderly. You do. Especially old Not that I, don't, I do love the old people. I don't want to seem like I do. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for de-escalation. Listen, I'm learning to measure <laughs> the things I say I will do. And if I could de-escalate this situation, if I could moderate it, you know, I think I have a very good mouthpiece, you know. I could, We could talk this thing out. If things start to shift a certain way and guns start to fire, I'm more than sure my reaction would not be inward but out, okay? I'm going to talk and I'm going to try and help the situation. Now, unless there was like a loved one of mine there, it's like a grab and go situation. Yeah, right. Um, but listen, I'm very sparing with my life. You know, everybody. I'm giving can. all the money up. I'm opening all the registers. <laughs> here you go. Take it. They got enough money. They just over here abusing us anyways. I'm joining their side. Whoever the day is. If you your life for Target, you might have your picture up in the store for a week. Yeah, like, if I give my life or getting injured at the pole, like, I'm out here trying to be a theater and dance teacher. What if they break one of my legs or something? You think <laughs> they're going to give me money afterwards and be like, thank you for protecting the vote? No. So no. I would just be <laughs> and slight, like, I would be like a mom. You know, like, the people who are just there checking you in? If I yes. wasn't working and I had the time, like, let's say I was retired. Would I do that? Sure. But I would never go to volunteer solely for the purpose of protecting and when the bullies come. No, that's why we have 911. I told y'all the other episode, I'm for reallocating the funds, not defunds. Right. So the first number I'm calling when something pop off is 911 because those are the people who said, you know what I want to do with my life? I want to put my life in the lives of others who are in preserve and protect. And that's not me. I'm safe to save, safe to <laughs> serve in other ways. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I've just never been to a hostile poll before. So I just can't even imagine that people are out there. People will just be more so mad that they just in this battle online. The hostile polls be in these very Caucasian areas. Let's be I stayed in Atlanta, the Georgia, where I first voted for Obama. Okay. And at my polls, it was only black people. And when I went to vote for Obama the second time, all only black people in droves. Mm. There were people. And we were in line and we were committed to stay in line until we gave our vote. Okay. <laughs> there was no hostility. There was nobody like, you know, you, you weren't finna cut nobody. Okay. That's you weren't finna jump in. That's that's what you weren't gonna do. That that that's not what was gonna happen because we waited here for hours to vote mm -hmm. for this black man. You hear? And we voted. So we take our voting serious. So we're not up, we we taking off time for work. Um, some of us probably not even getting paid to do it. Um, some people are uh, carpooling other people. We're talking about the areas of Obama. We're not talking about nothing, just to keep everybody on track. Uh, <laughs> this is what was happening then when we voted for him. So our polls were never hostile. And I'm talking about in the hood. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. okay. There was no hostility. So I don't know where this newfound riot uprising that's going to come at the polls? We know it came from Trump. You said it earlier. And Sharika said it. He <laughs> creates a problem and then says he's going to solve it. Like, no. The only hostility I got was after he won. I remember I was in the streets. I was at East Carolina University. And right beside my hall was downtown. So the little strip of clubs and just everything. And this young white man was mad because we flooded the streets. We were, I don't know why I'm about to cry right now. And I'll admit at the time I did vote in ignorance because he was half black and I don't give a blank, you know, <laughs> like I have always been independent, but at the time I was like, oh, I'm in the middle and this man is half black. Let's get it on him popping. There's right. nothing worse. What can he do worse than what President George Bush did? So I was celebrating. We were crying and this white man passed by and he was like, y'all only right. voted for him because he was black. And I, I yelled back at him and you didn't vote for him because you wait. And then I just <laughs> went on and the fact is black people are only 13 percent, and not all black people vote and not all black people voted for obama so really mm -hmm. i should have said to him and thank your whites for voting because they <laughs> are the reason because right. all of us could have voted for him and he could have lost and all of us didn't so 
Oh, that was a great moment. It, it's still a shame that people um, take the black vote as an ignorant vote. Like, we're not educated on situations and policies, legislation. We know these things. We mm-hmm. study to the same daggone education that y'all forced down our throats, okay? okay. We, we have had to conform to white America in every possible way, whether it be physical, appearance, intellect, uh, uh, food, culture, whatever, we've had to conform. And so, of course, we know how to vote. Of course, we know what we're saying when we are are speaking our piece on how we want to vote and who we want to vote for. He's a Black man that was educated, and what he was saying to us, it sounds very beneficial. And uh, mind you, everything he was saying was not in not in community for Black people and solely mm-hmm. for Black people. It wasn't. It was yeah. for all people. Yeah. So he wasn't trying to spew a message like, yes, vote for me because I, I am black and I will hope the black community come up. You will get two thousand mm-hmm. dollars a month. He, he wasn't giving out. He wasn't selling us superficial dreams. Yeah. He just wasn't. So the fact that we said he was black and we voted for him, it worked in our favor. You know, we knew what we were listening to. We know how to vote. And so I don't like that that notion that we don't we don't get it or you only because this person is a woman. And only because this person, is, we're not emotional voters. <laughs> or like only because Cardi B interviewed Biden. You're right. And that was one of the issues I had with Blexit. And I told Grace that, you know, I said, my issue is how come there's not a Wexit? Why do only the Black Democrats need to be freed from the Democratic Party? How come you can't just look at a Black person who's Republican or Democrat or Independent and just say, oh, they're that because they've looked at the policies and legislation and this is what they decided is the best choice mm-hmm. for them. So that I don't quite appreciate, but then they said, oh, Blexit is for everybody. We just target black people. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, I won't oh, believe that because we spent three people. hours with them. <laughs> uh, three hours with them last time. So that's our little segment on the hot topics. There's another hot topic. And y'all, <laughs> I'm just warning you, if you're listening in your car with your kid, you might want to go ahead and Tell little Johnny to put on his earphones. (laughs) I don't have a Twitter, and I've said this before, but I often just Google USA Top Trends to see what the young professionals I work with are talking about or what the buzz is. That's how I found out the White House and the corona became friends. Now, Tyga, a rapper, was trending this morning. And he, as some of you know, was a former boyfriend of a one billionaire colleague Jenner. And I just hit him because I'm like, oh, something, what happened, you know? You guys, I saw a full adult male chocolate penis standing erect and tall, as tall as the American flag on the first floor. I was shook. I was shocked. I was offended. I was I was not going to stop looking because I couldn't believe what I had seen. Y'all know that I'm a person who waited till I was married. And honestly, outside of God forgive me, but my little brother who I changed his diaper when he was little, really the only pee I've seen is my man's and my little brother's as a baby. That's <laughs> like, my God. I can see why this is trending in the top 10. It's I not the top 10. They had a team with Pikachu, and the, the shadow of it covered Pikachu's whole body. <laughs> like, don't do Pikachu like, Pikachu! <laughs> All right, here's my issue. It was hilarious. This is my issue with this. Okay, Twitter, you got to do better. I could have been a young child. I am kind of a young child. I'm innocent. I'm kind of green. <laughs> I shouldn't have been it. And I don't even have a Twitter and I was able to see that. So here's the thing. He has an OnlyFans. For those of you who don't know, OnlyFans is like creating a Facebook profile where people pay to see your goods. So you might say, hey, pay $5 on this OnlyFans, and today you'll see my right butt cheek. Pay $20 to see the other. And this has been a thing during the pandemic, I think even before it. And I would like to make a clarification, Brina. Oh, please do. Please do. And that is it. OnlyFans is heavily um, for explicit content, you know, X-rated content. It is heavily for that, but it's also for an exclusive more in, a more exclusive view into your personal 
life. So you oh. can you can decide that you know you was on and popping, and you know um, there's things as a celebrity like Cardi B's doing it. There's things as a celebrity you want to show people like your behind the scenes music video stuff, or things you want to give your opinion about a topic that you're in the public about, and you you don't want your opinion to be public, but you'll do it for your OnlyFans people. So it, you know there's balances. So you know. Thank you for the clarification, because I definitely thought it was just the boom, boom, chick. <laughs> but, you know, I tried to tell my bae the other day, I was like, I should start an OnlyFans for feet, because people out there love feet, and I'll have these they, they probably right do, out. girl. But he said, not in my house. So, Tyga, someone had threatened Tyga that they were going to expose his nudes, and his response was, I'll expose my own and have people pay for it. But then Twitter decided, and we'll just do it for free. So Twitter, what is going down with that? I think Instagram does a really good job of if anything like that shows you can't, like, it's off immediately. Well, you I'm know there's a dark market for Twitter, Brina. Like, where people yeah. have, yeah, people have um, sexual explicit pages on Twitter, girl. But why can someone see that I should not, I should have Because it's public. I know, but that's ridiculous, Patrick. I didn't want to see, I didn't go, I didn't wake up for that. Right. <laughs> I and now I'm clicking that and I'm seeing that and I'm like, and I told y'all it was like a train wreck. It was like, I'm looking and I can't look away and I'm like, it can't look away. I couldn't look away. It was just so horrible. And now my eyes and the Holy Spirit, there's conviction. I'm like, I didn't, I just clicked a link. So there's Listen, just like a warning. Twitter. I didn't go in there for that. I want to bring it back to what um, Sharika said when we first started the podcast. I had to make sure I write it down because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in school. I'm educating myself, so I'm rounding points. Amen. Okay. Um, <laughs> we love young, black, and educated. Right. Young, black, and get that. Um, okay. No, but Sharika was saying... <laughs> But we gonna blame everything on the Rona. I said, I guess so because it's got these celebrities hopping on OnlyFans like they are, like they can't be on stage, but they need to be seen. And I just guess them festering in the house. They're coming up with more explicit ways of wanting to be seen. The checks ain't <laughs> what they used to be for these some of these people. If you was out there doing your concerts, you can't do the concerts anymore. You can't sing your songs. You can't get your checks. You can't be out there on the doing your comedy. You can't be out there. You know, it seems like just now the movie theaters, I mean, the movie companies are starting to do some of their filming, but there was a long time where these people couldn't collect the money they was used to collecting. Right. And plus, you know, all these industry people will be snatching up their money. I was listening to a podcast the other day. They said the young woman was saying how she used to be on a show. She had to pay uh, 40% of her was gone in taxes of her check was gone in taxes 40 percent. 40 yes they said the entertainment industry the taxes be higher didn't know that so she said 40 percent was gone in taxes 10 percent was gone to the agent 10 percent to the your other person so her check was she was down to 40 percent all she was actually taking home was 40 percent she said when she got her first check she had to call the studio and be like something's wrong with my money because it's gone <laughs> and I paid all of the checks and I need to pay my rent. So now these people, we think, I mean, a lot of them do make a lot of money, but that's when you're up there and you get them big, big checks. But you, you know, everybody taking off that money and now ain't nobody getting checks because Rona just shut all this down. So you got to open up the OnlyFans page. I mean, not me. Listen, maybe it's something in the water. It's something in the air. Because I'm just like... It's that rolling in the air. But listen, but let's be honest and call the thing a thing yet again. Because I think we, we know Ty Gaines short of dollars. Let's be honest. <laughs> I just think I just think they're, they're home festering. And like, they're just being irrational at this point. It's just like, I don't get it. Someone's was threatening to expose him so well yeah that's true like, you did say that i didn't read that power. well i don't know if that's fact it could be all the above it could yeah. be someone was threatening them it could be like as you say people are people are hungry for the start the, the spotlight they want the attention they're used to getting it there's always celebrities that's like any um 
any publicity is good publicity, good, bad. You know, I so there's people they all that, believe that. Let's be honest. They yeah. all believe that. Especially Donald and, Trump. Yeah. So and listen, Roger Stone, he says that in there. The guy says, I'd rather be infamous than famous. He said it's better. He he knows that he's divisive. He knows the power of misinformation. And he said that's good. Cause win at all costs. So that's the point that I wanted to make about the whole political thing and the whole Donald Trump thing and the corona. He wants to have control of the narrative as the white man has had forever. When you have control of the narrative, you and you can manipulate uh, people to that narrative and to do your bidding in a way, and you can just make things up and you can actually manifest the issue. You let you literally have control of the narrative. And when Donald Trump doesn't have that, he does what he did on the debate stage: interrupt. Mm. <laughs> he interrupts and he keeps talking over, he keeps deflecting, he keeps going back to irrelevant points, things that makes no mm -hmm. sense. At points in time of the debate, I was confused as to what the heck he was talking about. <laughs> I was literally baffled. Everything he was saying was coming. <laughs> I, I, I did hear that it was people were ashamed, people were embarrassed just about how terrible the, the debates were. So come on, America, we got to do better. And, I, and people said this the whole time. The only people that lost in that debate was America because we just was out here looking like, this is embarrassing. Both of them up here acting like school but kids. But I feel like Biden really was not trying to act like anything. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. Like I I do not like the fact that people was making. I'm not saying Biden I think was he didn't want to come off as no. He Trump. don't feel like he should have to uh, present himself like Trump. So he that yeah. means should Biden have continued to interrupt the moderator and to keep interrupting Trump and for him to look like a buffoon? And did people want Biden to do the same thing and and drop clever remarks back and forth and be petty? Is that what they wanted to see him do? Is that what made him weak? The fact that he didn't do those things? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why did Biden do such a bad job? Yeah, tell us. We didn't watch it. So, Patrick, from what just the misinformation, or I won't call that, the information that I saw after the debates was that both of them yeah. We're interrupting and just not carrying themselves with dignity and decorum. But for me, if you're trying to have a conversation with someone and that person keeps there's it's hard for you to maintain that because at some point yeah. you are just like, just shut up, man, which is what yeah. was trending after it. So Patrick, what was that about? Biden could not get a word out or he could not even get his whole point across without Trump feeling like he had to rebut um, mm -hmm. on everything that Biden was saying. And let's not act like debates doesn't have interruptions because yeah. they do. Mm -hmm. They every single debate we've seen, political, albeit in high school, what they always have interruptions. And Biden was giving you the standard interruptions. He just was. He was. He was not being overbearing with it. He's been mm -hmm. no different than what people do in debate. However, he was feeling a little bit more hard pressed. Let me say this: Biden was dropping some lines. He was he was throwing some shade toward Trump. Listen, when <laughs> when I saw that Biden said, "Oh, look at this clown," I said, "Oh, Biden couldn't hold it right then and there when he called him a clown." And then he went to Wait, and Biden he, called Trump a clown. He did. You're he called him a clown though. twice. He called See, him a clown that's twice. Patrick, you can't be calling people a clown in a debate. Listen, it's not that. That's what he was trying to uh, just get up there and be insulting. Is that Trump was literally acting as a clown? He was interrupting the man. He was just talking <laughs> over the moderator. He was just—he was unbearable in every sense of the word, unbearable in all caps. That's what he was. And Biden, at that point, for Biden, Biden had had enough. He did. And it was so early in the debate where the word clown, it, it was like a slip <laughs> of the tongue. It wasn't even an intentional insult. Let's be honest. Unlike Trump was, well, listen, when Biden said, come on, face it, you're the worst president America ever had. Listen, I fell out my seat. He, when he told that man to his face, you're the worst president America has ever had. I ganged. I was done. done. <laughs> I was like Nicki Minaj, done done. done. <laughs> I was wow. like Biden, and so Biden was trying to keep it political. But at this point, Trump, 
he wasn't even able to say his stance or point on anything. And so Biden really was trying to be professional about it. I was going along with what the lines of what Sabrina said, is that you can try to keep it classy, you can try to keep it professional, but if some people, if someone just keeps on taking it to another level, at some point you're going to have to meet them there and be like, listen, I tried and I tried and I tried again. And, and, and while we all want to be Michelle Obama, and when they go low, we go high, but sometimes we gotta be like Charlamagne and take down the flow. They're taking that from from no Donald Trump. Now y'all know she would have been shut. You know, I don't think Michelle would have called him a clown either, though. But I think just like I want it to, I'm and I'm still going to watch this debate eventually. I want to see Kamala and um Pence because I just think there is a way when you know your stuff and you're confident in it and. Yeah you come with that energy that you can debate a clown and you don't even have to call them one just the way you respond yeah. to them. Yeah. Everyone can see it. And I think yeah. it's like when a parent gets mad and they stop yelling and they hit you with the quiet voice, then that's when you know, mm. oh, this is what's really up. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> when you get scared. All the way together. So I feel like Michelle would have come with that. Honestly, I feel like even Barack would have come with that energy. But my man, do y'all remember that song, I'm a Classic Man? Yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah. that was his vibe, and I feel like he just Trump would have been embarrassed just from his vibe alone. Because I feel like Obama would have just laughed him off. Yeah, I well, I feel like Biden was given a lots of laugh off moments, and okay. that's why people that's why people were saying that ultimately said that he was weak. They Is felt he like his Sabrina. Listen, they keep saying Biden because me and me and Roy was talking about it. I was like, I don't know how. They got weak from that man. Mm. Like he was not presenting himself as weak. He was presenting himself as I'm trying to be professional and I'm fed up. And at this point, if I'm going to say anything, it's going to be an insult. So let mm. me laugh this off. Mm. You know, that's why I said he literally said the word clown slipped. It was a slip of tongue. He said, I didn't mean to say that. He's like, <laughs> this guy, I mean, this man. He like even was making the correction in the sense that like I'm not trying to go there, but it's almost like a crab in a bucket that type of thing. So when people are like um, coming for you, and you got to think about it, it's different when you are in the public's view and you're in the public's eye, and the things that you say that this man say people take serious and they take it to heart, mm. and your image could be tainted in a way. So like. I don't know. We don't have that pressure. But that's part of the responsibility of being a president, though, is to, you know, you you do have the eyes on you, and you are supposed to set the standard, and you are freaking the leader of the free country. It's not like, we, you know, we talked about celebrities, and people are saying that they're role models and leaders. No, this man literally is part of your job to lead the country. So... You guys to get it together here. Well, we all, I you can't know. wait to see more of the debates, and yeah. I can't wait to see that one. And I can't wait for part two of our forum to happen yeah. on Monday. I'm really looking forward to it. And listeners, yeah. please, please continue to educate yourself on policy and legislation. I can't stress it enough. The, the local things that you vote for really carry such weight. Don't just get caught up in this moment with a presidential election and then fall off. Stay in it. It's worth it, honestly. It's so true. It's so true. So as we're winding down, though, I wanted to bring up a few comments that we've had on some of our different things. We love interacting with you guys. That was one of my favorite parts about last week was actually having people live in the comments. We were seeing all the things y'all had to say, and some of them were very hilarious. Some of them were very thought-provoking, and some of them were interesting, so it was a good time. A few people have also left comments on our social media, um, have rated us on our different platforms, so thank you for fives the people. Only, who, fives only, fives only. Yeah, fives <laughs> only. We don't do nothing less. I want to shout out Hamalamba, H-A-M-A-L-A-M-B-A. This was a message on our Apple podcast. Hamalamba rated us five. Thank you. Campbell Lambo, I don't know if you assist a man, a woman, whoever you are, but thank you for the rating. This is what our friend had to say. I love the podcast. I love this podcast, but I cannot support Sharika. After Ooh. she disrespected my cowboy, but I stand Sabrina and EB. Campbell Lambo came for me. Listen, Campbell Lambo, if you support EB and Sabrina and the kickback, you support me too. 
Just saying. <laughs> but I do. I am so thankful that you decided to rate us and leave your comment. And even though you can't support me, I support you because you're supporting us. And I <laughs> do not care for the Cowboys. I will not care for the Cowboys. I grew up in the DMV area, was originally a Redskins fan, but we ain't doing that no more. We are now the Washington football team. I know it's a thing. It's weird. But I'm still standing for my people. And the Cowboys are immortal enemies. They will and forever will be our enemies. So I cannot support <laughs> the Cowboys. Just can't do it. But I do support you. So thank you for shouting us out and for sending us a rating. We got another rating on here from Sean Patterson, the rapper. He wrote, very good, well-planned and structured. Thank you for the rating and the comment and the little mind-blowing emoji that was left. Thank you for that. I do want to shout out this last one because this person was like literally wrote probably our first episode. It's from Heather Righteous. And Heather wrote, I love the podcast. I love podcasts like this for driving time because of the relevant content, vibrant discussion, and also how deep the conversation goes. Listening gives me a lot of ammo for my thought and thought throughout the day with the benefit of diverse perspectives that are shared. Plus, you can tell how much the hosts generally enjoy one another by how they relate and connect. And I think that's beautiful. Thank you, Heather Righteous. So come on, guys, share the podcast, go and rate it, write a comment, tell a friend, all the things. And thank you, Patrick, for being with us. You guys, we love Patrick. We have a friendship with Patrick outside of the pod. So this will not be the last. I was teasing Sharika and Patrick when we took a little break, and I said, oh, this was going to be just a 10-minute, hey, guys, our second part's on Monday. But you know, when time flies when you're having fun, and Patrick, you have been so fun and you you have energized me for the whole day so i appreciate it (laughs) oh definitely i appreciate it thank you guys for having me yes and we miss our friend eb enjoy your little time away we can't wait to get back up and get the gang back together on monday people because y'all y'all been on this last episode so just how y'all thought that one was juicy the next one's gonna be just as juicy as well And remember, when life tries to knock you down, make sure to what? Kick back. Kick back.